Hello, this is Craig Jarrow, and welcome to episode number four of the Time Management Ninja podcast. Today's episode is all about your calendar. We often concentrate on our to-do list, but your calendar is also one of your most important time management tools. It tracks your time, tells you what you're going to be doing and when. It can keep you on track, or it can run you ragged and leave you stressed. So today we're going to talk about some tips that will help keep your calendar in check. So without any further ado, here are 10 tips to help you prepare your calendar for your week. Calendar tip number one, look into the future. Most people don't look at their calendars until the morning of whatever they're about to do, and they end up rushing or panicking about what you know, may be a last-minute activity that they forgot about. But it's important to use your calendar to look into the future. I recommend that when you do your daily planning session that you not only look at today, but you look a week and even a month into the future of your calendar. This gives you time to prepare or even adapt or adjust your calendar activities before they're upon you. So when you're reviewing your calendar, take time to look out into the future. Calendar tip number two, block your time. I'm always amazed how much power we give other people to fill up our calendars. This is especially true in in work or corporate environments. But before you let other people fill up your calendar, it's important that you schedule what's most important to you. I call this blocking your time. It's best done before the week begins or even the week before for the coming week. But go onto your calendar and block out time for yourself, for your most important activities, for your goals, and even your habits, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But fill up your, the point here is to fill up your calendar before other people do. Don't hesitate to put large blocks of time on your calendar, even if you're not sure what they're, they're for yet, but you know that you want to reserve those times or those days for yourself. So block your time before you give access to your calendar to other people to fill up. Calendar tip number three, make appointments for your toughest tasks. As you're filling up your calendar and blocking out the windows as we just discussed, one of the most important things you can do is make meetings or appointments with your toughest tasks. You know, those important things that you must get done, but the ones that yet continue to slip day by day and get pushed out of the way by interruptions and urgent matters. Take those important tasks and actually schedule them on your on your uh, calendar. Making an appointment with them not only reserves that time, but it also gives you a reason to go and work on it. So when when interruptions do come along, you can say, I'm sorry, I have another appoint, another appointment. You know, other people don't need to know that your appointment is with one of your most important tasks, but it makes things a lot more socially acceptable. So go ahead and make a meeting right now on your calendar for something you know you need to get done today or this week. Calendar tip number four, practice the right to decline. I can't say it enough, but always remember it's your time. You get to choose how, you, how and with whom you spend it. So you need to be willing to say no when appropriate. You need to be able to decline activities and meetings when necessary. This is what I call the right to decline. And whether it's at work or in your personal life, you need to be strong enough to practice the right to decline and say no when necessary. As well, just because you said yes previously to an engagement doesn't mean that you can't change your mind later. So again, whether it's something that's already on your calendar or something that's come in as an invite, practice your right to say no and decline that meeting invitation if it's not something that you should be doing or it's not something that's good at this time. Calendar tip number five, confirm those appointments. Have you ever shown up to an appointment only to find out that it was canceled or that the other person forgot to let you know that they weren't gonna make it or perhaps they even forgot about it? So always check on those meetings in advance. 
whether it's something you know formally scheduled like a doctor's appointment or even something simple like a lunch with a friend. If you're going to have to travel or go out of your way, then take the few extra moments to confirm that appointment in advance. You know, you can do this via email, a phone call, text message if it's a friend, or if you're fortunate enough to have an assistant, you could have them verify, verify your week's appointments in advance before you go charging into your week. But if you've ever been left hanging or shown up to an appointment only to find out that it wasn't happening in the first place, you not only feel silly, but you've ended up wasting some of your time. I had this happen recently to me for a doctor's appointment, where actually I showed up only to find out that the doctor had gone on vacation and had failed to notify his patients. So again, confirm those engagements in advance before you head out the door. Calendar tip number six, don't be afraid of your calendar. And what I mean by this is don't be afraid to actually use your calendar. Oftentimes when I'm coaching people and I ask them to show me their calendar, they pull up a blank slate. They really don't have much of anything on it. And when I ask them why they don't have anything on their calendar, they often say, well, I'm not sure I want to commit to anything yet. And so then I didn't put it on there. So don't be afraid to put things on your calendar. That's what it's there for. Just like your to-do list is there to capture your to-dos, your calendar is there to capture those appointments. And don't hesitate to put something on there just because you're afraid that that etches it in stone. Again, as we talked about, you can always decline it later. You can always change your mind. But if you don't put it on your calendar in the first place, you're inevitably going to create a conflict later, or you're going to forget about an opportunity, or even miss it entirely. So again, don't be afraid to use your calendar Put those engagements on there, schedule things, even if they're in the future, I'll, I'll often put something out there as a placeholder to say, hey, maybe this is going to happen on this date. So fill up that calendar and use it to its full potential. Calendar tip number seven, make sure you schedule free time. Not everything on your calendar needs to be work. In fact, you should schedule downtime as well. Whether it's a break or time to relax or even take a nap, these things should be on your calendar as well. Scheduling out large blocks of time for creative work or just to space out or think about what you're doing, you know, those things are just as important as getting the work stuff done as well. So whether it's time to meditate or time to go work out or even, again, just a time to take a break uh, from your busy day, these things could and should be on your calendar as well. So take a look at your calendar and see if you have any free time scheduled right now. If not, add some time on your calendar so you can have some downtime away from the busyness of your day. Calendar tip number eight, avoid back-to-back -back engagements. This is one of my favorite calendar tips or hacks or whatever you'd like to call it, but as simple as it sounds, avoid scheduling things on your calendar back-to-back. -back. You know, if you, if you work in a corporate environment, you probably use, you know, Outlook or Google Calendar or any of those, you know, solutions, and they love to schedule back-to-back -back meetings, nine to 10, 10 to 11, and so on and so forth, until you find your entire calendar looks like a Lego board or, or Tetris or something like that, where all these blocks are touching each other and you have no time between appointments. This just sets yourself up to be rushed, late, and stressed out throughout your day. After all, these appointments in inevitably end up running together. You have no time to get from one to the next. So unless you can teleport, you're inevitably going to be late to your next appointment. And uh, as the day progresses, you'll find out that you're not just five minutes late, you're 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late. It kind of just builds throughout the day if you've ever experienced that. So there's a couple ways to deal with this. The first is to avoid scheduling those back-to-back -back engagements. You know, and that that's, is easier said than done sometimes, but you can create those buffers. You can avoid letting those meetings being scheduled just immediately on top of each other. 
Another couple tips in this arena are to, you know, make sure that appointments end before the next appointment begins. So if you've got that 9 to 10 and that 10 to 11, make sure you cut off that meeting at 9.50 so you have 10 minutes to get out and travel to your next meeting. So again, avoiding these back-to-back meetings will, you know, reduce stress, reduce rush in your day, and will inevitably, you know, avoid conflicts between these various appointments. So try going into your calendar and removing some of the back-to-back appointments. See if you can space them out. And again, if you also find out that you can't space them out, then you need to also start questioning whether you have too many meetings in a day, um, which is probably a topic for another podcast. Calendar tip number nine, always allow extra time for new tasks. Whenever you're trying to estimate how long a new task will take, it usually ends up taking about twice as long as you thought. You know, new tasks or things you haven't done before you know, tend to take more time to figure out, you know, and do do parts of the activity that you weren't expecting. So it's better to carve out more time than you initially thought necessary than not enough. So if you've got a task that you know is going to be complex or you don't exactly know how you're going to get it done, don't just schedule 30 minutes for it. Maybe schedule a full hour. Again, it's better to recoup some of that time than to not have enough time to get these tasks done. So when doing new tasks for the first time, schedule a little bit of extra time there. Have a buffer. Calendar tip number 10, schedule your habits. This one may sound a little counterintuitive. After all, aren't your habits supposed to be things that you do without having to think about them because you do them all the time? Yet, you know, building those habits and making sure that they always get done, you should put them on your calendar. And uh, just as we talked earlier about blocking your time and scheduling tough tasks for appointments and things like that, Putting your habits on your calendar can be very powerful. A couple of examples of this, you know, working out, as we mentioned, uh, meditation, you know, even cleaning up and decluttering. That's a great one, a great habit to put on your calendar, whether you allow even 15 minutes or 30 minutes a day to do those things that you're trying to construct as habits in your daily life. They're the things you need to do every day, but they're also the things that get quickly forgotten or pushed aside when you're doing your work or trying to keep up with your friends and family and things like that. So don't be afraid to schedule your habits. Again, whether it's first thing in the morning or last thing in the evening, um, it can be a great way to make sure that you not only remember, but that you have that little bit of extra time to get that habit done. So that wraps it up. Those were 10 tips to help prepare your calendar for your week. And I hope that you can put into practice immediately even a few of those tips to make your calendar even that much more productive. Again, our calendars are something that we all have, but sometimes we let them uh, be forgotten or we don't keep up with them or use them to their full potential. So again, I hope these tips have been helpful. This is Craig Jarrow for the Time Management Ninja podcast. And again, if you have a question or a topic you'd like to see covered in a future podcast, you can go on anchor.fm and search for my podcast and you can actually ask questions which can be featured live here on the show. So I hope you've enjoyed this and I'd love to hear your questions and feedback. Thank you.